Welcome to the Everything Early Childhood podcast designed for approved providers, nominated supervisors and other childcare leaders. This fun, lighthearted and very serious podcast features weekly episodes on strategy, advice and conversations with fascinating and inspiring people from across our sector. Join the journey and have access to the tools and inspiration you need to create high-performing childcare businesses. Let's get started. Hello, friends. Lisa Brown here, the founder of Platinum Education. I am coming to you after having a beautiful week off with my mum up in Mullumbimby. Do you know where that is? It's like up near Byron Bay. So beautiful, lots of trees, lots of nature, beaches, um, really beautiful spots. So really lucky that I have my family up there to go and visit and spend time with them and have a little bit of time away. The interesting thing is though that I can operate and, I, and I'm sure like many of you out there where we're prone to operate on those high levels of, and I don't want to call it stress, I, I, I don't think that's the right word, but operate just at those high levels so it doesn't impact us too much or that we notice too much. So it's not until you sort of have a break that afterwards you realize how much you need it. And I just wanted to have a little friendly reminder today that there was never going to be a perfect time. There's never going to be a perfect time to have a break. There's never going to be a perfect time for anything. So that time is right now. So if you haven't had a break in a little while, go plan it, do it. Um, For me, I'm going to be planning um, every quarter to have a week off and I'm going to plan it in advance to make sure that nothing gets in the way of having that time off, even if I feel like I don't need it. Because I think the reminder is that when we say yes to something, we're saying no to something else. And because we're beautiful, caring, kind people, we generally put ourselves last. So it's really important that you take that time to really plan out and carve out that time in your diaries in advance to make sure that you're having time for yourself. So today's episode is going to be all about you. It's all about um, attracting your tribe and your vibe and um, vibrations and law of attraction. And the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I've been going into a lot of services and I've been finding that I call it drinking the jumbo juice. It's like when we spend, and I can do this too, when I'm in a service for an extended period of time and it doesn't take long, I reckon it takes about one to two weeks that you're immersed in there you start to what I call drink the jumbo juice so you start to get really entwined with all of the um so all of the issues and um politics and all of that stuff that's down low and operating at that low vibrational frequency and it starts to feel like such a big deal because you're in it you're like I want to help people I don't like that other people are unhappy how do I help how do I make a difference and I want to talk today about how you can make that difference and how you can be that change so and I really want to encourage you and give you some strategies to really be that change because at the end of the day all that we can control is ourselves and if each one of us really steps up to be that change we are going to go from being inspired to inspiring other people and I always say when positivity trumps negativity, those negative people will have no choice but to rise to that vibrational energy or 
they will just feel like they don't belong in that space. Now, when you enter a new profession, and I want you to, to take you back to when you first started in your profession in early childhood. And when we first started, we and I'm sure we, we look up to those people, mentors, leaders, all of those people above us who had been in the sector for a really long time. And I, whether conscious or unconsciously, you'd ask yourself, is this who I want to be or, or end? Is that what I want my life to be like? So whether it was owners of centers, whether it's directors and you're a trainee or a room leader, I'm sure you're going through these things right now. So we are these people now. So to all of these people coming into the sector, that is us. We are these people. We are these people that everyone is looking up to, that everyone is looking at to, you know, do I want to be like them? Is that the life that I want to live? And I really want to encourage you instead of, um, you know, leaving a legacy, what legacy are you creating right now? How are you making an impact not only on the children's lives, which is so crucial, but all of your team members around you? And if you were to look at your life from an outside perspective, because I really want you to take this opportunity to really reflect on you, your life, how you live it, what it looks like, how you feel, would you want to be you? Would you want to be living the life that you have? Are you proud of yourself? Are you proud of the life that you're living? And I hope you are. I hope all of you out there are amazing and and loving life and really creating and building that life that you are so proud of. And if not, then really look at what changes do you need to make in your life in order for it to be a life that you are proud of and a legacy that you want to leave behind and someone that these people coming into the profession can look up to and really say, this is how I want to be. I want to be you. I want to do this. So, and it's really rewarding and amazing to have that opportunity to be that for someone, for them to look back in five, three, five, ten years time and say, you know, I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for you today. So how can you make that impact and that difference today? And one of those ways is the concept of vibration. So I'm talking about vibration in terms of energy and frequency. Now, don't tune out, stay stay with me. Um, I know this episode's a little bit different, but even my husband, he's such a skeptic. He doesn't believe in like woo-woo things. Um, in fact, he just probably zoned out. But this is one of the things that we can agree on is that in the world um, or in the air, in life, everything is a vibration. So whether it's energy, so energy is a fundamental concept in physics, which refers to the capacity to do the work and cause um, of change in a system. So it, different forms of energy exist, including kinetic energy, so related to motion, potential energy related to position and various other types, so thermal, electrical and chemical energy. And in the concept of vibration, energy is associated with the motion of an object as it oscillates or vibrates. So everything in the in the world, everything in the air, the universe is made up of energy. That is a fact um, and very logical fact. So, and then you've got frequency. Frequency is a measure of how often an event occurs in a given amount of time. So in the context of vibration, it specifically refers to the number of complete oscillations or cycles that an object undergoes in a second. 
So then you've got relation between energy and frequencies. So the energy associated with vibrating objects or systems is directly related to its frequency. So higher frequency vibrations have more energy and while lower frequency vibrations have less energy. So that's where we talk about high frequency and low frequency. So the relationship is described by the law of conservation of energy, which states that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only change forms. An object vibrates, it continually converts between kinetic and potential energy with the total energy remaining constant. So this is just where I wanted to go with talking and introducing the term vibration, energy, frequency. And it's really important that we, this controls our thoughts, our emotions and our actions. And all of these things emit vibrational energy in the universe. And that is how we attract certain things into our world. So we can attract positive or negative vibes and let out that. And that's what we will attract back. And that will affect our interactions and relationships with every single person that we come into contact with. So the example is, have you ever met someone who you're just like, oh my gosh, I've, you look so familiar. I feel like I've known you for years and you cannot for the life of you work out where you've known each other from. So it's common to say that you are just vibrating on that same frequency or that same vibrational energy that you connect and you feel like, and you feel that connection. And it, I, don't, I don't know about you, but for me, it doesn't happen very often. I remember in my center, I, I met this parent and, um, and it's happened to me heap, like a lot actually recently. Um, but I remember the, one of the first times that it happened was a parent. So they were enrolling in the center. They were really nervous about enrolling. They'd gone through a Montessori type service with their younger child and that was perfect for them. But they realized that with their second child, it wasn't the right um, environment. It wasn't the right educational philosophy for for their second child. And so they were exploring different avenues and different ways um, that their other child would thrive in, in a different environment. So we met and we, but before they even come in, they actually cancelled. So they said, oh, no, no, I've changed my mind because the, the father was convincing her, no, no, we're happy here. It's fine. Just leave them here. And, but the mother knew deep down that this was not the right space, that this child wasn't getting what they needed. They weren't looked at as if they were, um, you know, capable and confident. They were looked at as if this was not, like they were not um, grasping ideas, grasping concepts. And it's really sad when we go down that road because generally speaking, those children start to get labelled, those children start to, you know, become a problem because we are not meeting their needs. So this child not having their needs met, the mother identified that. She cancelled um, coming in and meeting with us and talking about everything. But she'd done um, so much research, which is so beautiful in today's generation that we are an information age. So before anyone steps foot in your door, um, families, team members, they're looking you up. They're seeing everything about you on your website, on your socials. So make sure that what you're putting out there is your vibe because your vibe attracts your tribe. 
And so instead of me saying to this parent, um, don't know, it's fine, no worries, just get in touch with us if you're looking again. What she had explained to me on the phone, I said, look, I really feel no pressure. Um, you've not got nothing to lose. Why don't you just come in? Let's have a chat, feel the energy, feel the environment. Um, and we can go from there. And I put this really long email together with why I felt that, you know, she should come in and just give it a chance. She's got nothing to lose. And so I remember her quoting that to me that day. She said, like, not that day, but afterwards, she said, thank you so, so much for sending that email because it really stopped her in her tracks. And it was like, you know what? I have to do this because I have to do the right thing for my child, even though it was going against, you know, the rest of the family where they were just going along with the norm. um, She knew that it wasn't right for her child and she needed to stand up and make sure that her child was, was in the right environment, in the right energy, in the right vibration and frequency for them. And so when we met, it was an instant like connection. I was like, and you know how she just felt it. I felt it. And you know, when you meet families, you meet team members, you meet children who you're just like, yes, this is the place for you. And she felt it straight away. She had no hesitation, a hundred percent committed. And um, yeah, she, she was awesome and she was so happy. And he went to school, he was happy. He was able to be creative. He was able to really thrive. He was able to really utilize all of those beautiful skills and talents that he had in a really freeing environment where he could be himself. And he wasn't forced to be anybody else but himself. Um, He went to school really confident. Mum was obviously really happy. But that's just an example of a parent, a child, and how it's really important. We say, and I'm sure you all say to families when you come in, how do we know that it's the right service for them? When you walk in the door, you feel it. But what are they feeling? What do we feel? And I believe that it's that vibration, it's that energy, it's that frequency to be like, you know what? This feels like home. This feels like a place where my spirit, my soul, my energy can be and we are vibrating on the same frequency. And you know when somebody comes in and they might be new or they might be operating at a different frequency. So generally what happens is that they'll rise to the higher frequency if that's what the majority is. So I really want you to have a think about where your energy is at where your vibe is and are you operating on that high frequency or are you operating on that low frequency? Because we can control ourselves. It's really important that we have that self-leadership and that we look inwards into ourselves and look at how we can make those changes every single day. What we can't choose is, is our family. We're born into a family And we can also not choose our co-workers. But what we can choose and what we are in control of is our attitude and how we arrive and how we present in those moments in time and really assess and look at how are you doing that? Are you keep, is it impacting your frequency? And when you go in and your energy, are you at that low vibrational frequency or do you rise above, rise above and keep operating at that high frequency so that everyone else needs to meet your level? So this isn't a new thing. 
Um, it's been so if we talk about like William Walker Atkinson, um, he wrote a book, it's called Thought Vibration or the Law of Attraction in 1906. Napoleon Hill also talked about law of attraction in Think and Grow Rich. Um, Earl Nightingale, The Stranger's Secret in 1956. Um, he discussed the idea if we become what we think about. This recording has a profound influence on the personal development and self-help movement. And then, of course, Rhonda Byrne. So if you haven't heard of Rhonda Byrne, she wrote wrote a book called The Secret. Um, There's so many videos. um, People do refer to it as a bit of a cult. But it is really interesting to to read her work and look at her work because she's the most well-known for Law of Attraction and there's a documentary and a film. um, And it's really interesting to see that, we attract what we put out there and the individual's work have played a significant role in promoting the law of attraction and it's important to note the concept has evolved and been discussed by many others over time and variations and interpretations of the law of attraction exist and it continues to be subject to discussion. So law of attraction is it's got different principles. So the first one is positive thinking. So the law of attraction empathizes the power um, of positive thinking by maintaining a positive and optimistic mindset. So you are likely to attract positive events, people and opportunities into your life. The next one is visualization. So if we visualize our goals um, or our desires, you have already achieved this central practice. And the idea that imagining your desired outcomes, you can manifest them into reality. And we are such powerful manifestors. Like if you sit down and you really work out, because this is the hardest question in life. And even Oprah, like she talks about it all the time. The biggest and most challenging question in life, if we actually stop and ponder, what do we want? What do you want? Once you work out what it is that you want or what it is that you need, if you manifest, if you talk about it, you can do it through affirmations, which is the next. So affirmations, positive statements that you repeat to yourself, reinforcing your beliefs and desires. So if you want to attract abundance, you might repeat affirmations like I am abundant or I attract wealth. Um, I know my nan, for example, she had like a hundred dollar bill or a million dollar check um, and she signed it and she had it up so that she really envisioned um, and, and manifested having that money come into her life. Another one is gratitude. So if we express gratitude for what we already have in our life, it's believed to attract more positive experiences. So gratitude helps shift your focus from scarcity to abundance. So every night, um, and we buy for our centers a gratitude journal. So every night before bed, write three things that you are grateful for, three things that happened today that you're like, oh my gosh, yes. And even if you want to go a step further, like message, if it's people, message the person and say thank you thank you so much for having this positive impact on my life today like that is life changing you can actually really impact somebody else's life by sharing that the next one is um, belief in faith so to make law of attraction work you must have a delete uh, deep belief and faith that your desires will manifest so doubt and skepticism can block the process of course. So you need to believe that it can happen. You can't just write something down. You can't just say something. You have to believe it. 
And that's why they say that vision boards, like creating a vision board and putting all of these things with what you envision for your life are so, so powerful. Look at it every single day. And it's incredible the stories that we hear when people create vision boards that, you know, five, 10 years down the track, they're like, wow, like actually I do have that and I am doing this and this is what it looks like. And even to the extent and the detail that it's the same color or that it's a different, like a certain logo that in the picture that they found. So there is real, and it's not like um, Christian beliefs or like faith like that. It's just faith. And what I believe faith is, is just a belief in something that doesn't exist yet, but faith that it may, that it will come up. The next one is making sure that you take action. So while the law of attraction emphasizes the power of thought and intention, it also requires you to take action toward your goals. So the universe is believed to support your efforts, but you must actively work towards achieving your desires. So a great question that you can ask here is what is the first step? What is the first step toward achieving my goals? What is the first step that I need to take now? And then map it out. Take that first step. They say that if something is really important to you, you should carve out 20 to 30 minutes a day. And if you can, that first 20 or 30 minutes of each day, really taking steps towards achieving that goal, that big goal. And then number seven is letting go, which is interesting because it's important to release attachment to a specific outcome. So sometimes when you desire something, it may not manifest exactly how you envision it, but the universe may have something better in store for you. So let go of the expectation, the outcome. It it is just that goal. And I'm a really big believer in the universe and that we We are on that path and we are wherever we say, wherever we're meant to be going, we're going. It's just about taking those actions and um, each and every day to work closer and closer towards those goals. So let's talk about some practical steps and tips and exercises for becoming more mindful of your own vibe. So Tony Robbins says, where focus goes, energy flows. So where our energy flows, whatever you're focusing on will grow. So in other words, your life is controlled by what you focus on. That's why you need to focus on where you want to go, not on what you fear. So often we'll have that fear that holds us back from something. And generally there are three human fears um, that all boil down to one thing, that I'm not enough. So what are your fears and what's holding you back? And it's so incredible that just over this past week, I have lots of friends and we just share quotes with each other, clients, we share quotes with each other. And um, yeah, just this week, I've been having so many of these quotes shared with me, um, which is another reason why I felt it was so incredible um, to make sure that I shared this episode with you all today. So one of my clients shared um, this quote, she said, don't let fear of what could happen, make nothing happen. So really make sure that you are um, taking steps towards it. Embrace the suck. The only way to succeed is to keep moving forward. Um, And another quote that got shared with me this week as well Um, You may not end up where you thought you were going, but you will always end up where you were meant to be. So that again is going back to that faith. Now, if you manifest, you can be, and I really encourage you to do this, be really 
specific because the more specific you are, the more that you can envision it, see it happening, pretend like it's already happened. What actions and who do you need to be for you and for that to be already have been the case? So what we've been finding in services recently, and it's probably a commonality, like are we being those people that other people look up to? Are we living that life? Are, every day do we come in with that awareness and that self-reflection that we are the best versions of ourselves that we can be for ourselves and for everyone around us. So what we've noticed in services is that when you drink the jumper juice, we tend to start to go down to vibrate on that low frequency. Then what tends to happen is that we focus on all of those things that are wrong with our service. All of those whingy little um, whiny little problems that come up and but set boundaries, set boundaries with your team to say, look, I love that you identified a problem, but if you identify a problem or something that's bothering you, what are three possible solutions that we could do to fix it? Because we need to flip it to get back to that solution orientated mindset. So set those boundaries and set those expectations with your team up front that that is what you expect them to come to you. Some other things that you can do for your own vibe is one, exactly, self-reflection. So take time each day to reflect on your thoughts, your emotions, and your actions. We are all human. We are going to do things. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to fail. We are going to really stuff up. And we're not going to be kind all the time. We're going to have moments where we, um, you know, yell or get frustrated and that is okay. But it's about considering how they may have influenced your interactions with others and your overall mood. And how can you be a better version of yourself tomorrow? How can you be a better you? The next one is meditation. So regular meditation can help you become more aware of your thoughts and emotions. It allows you to observe them without judgment and can lead to greater emotional stability. I love meditation because it allows me to have time to stop. It allows me to have time to breathe. So if you incorporate mindful breathing, so practice deep breathing exercises and stay grounded, um, it reduces stress. Um, Breathing exercises can help you manage your emotional reactions in challenging situations as well. So really take that time. I build meditation. So I set my alarm 10 minutes before I want to wake up. I use Insight Timer really amazing app. It's got meditations for everything. I use it for my morning meditation, um, which I just pick one of the day. So today was all about affirmations. And then I use the one to go to sleep at night. So I have like two um, sleep meditations that I absolutely love. And it makes me wake up and feel great in the day. And then of course I wake up and that's the first thing that I feed my mind because that's something else that we need to consider. We need to consider what are we letting into our minds. We know that children develop their values, thoughts, ideas in a dialogue all before seven years of age, but we are the sum of the five people that we spend the most time with. So who's your tribe? Who is around you? What sort of vibe are they getting? And how do you feel? Um, And how are you left feeling when you 
um, leave them. So are you feeling better about yourself? You're like, yeah, I'm pumped. I'm amazing. I'd love spending time with them. I feel so great about myself. Or do you leave feeling really down and out and you're like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't feel good. And often it, often it's family. And we can't do anything about family, but what we can do is we control ourselves. We can control how much time we spend with our family and we can also control our energy and what we give to our family. Sometimes families don't get it. Sometimes families don't understand, but look at the people in your life and the relationships that you have and different people will understand different things. So depending on what you want to get, really think about who that person is that you want to share share that with and only open yourself up enough or choose how much you open yourself up to certain people as well protect yourself um so positive affirmations is really important so have them up in your mirror see them every day while you're brushing your teeth repeat them often um what's her name mel robbins she talks about high-fiving yourself so look at yourself in the mirror and just give yourself a high five every day and she said there's a lot of power in that but say the affirmations until you believe them it's really challenging at first but the more you say it the more that it will become habitual um, in your daily routine. Surround yourself with positivity. So again, spend time with people who radiate positivity and uplift you. Limit your exposure to negative influences or toxic relationships. So there are there any people in your life that you need to say goodbye to and spend and really limit that time and that exposure that you have with them. Remember with family or co-workers, we may not choose who be able to choose who's around us, um, but we can choose our attitude, we can choose our mind and we can choose everything else around us and how we respond to that as well. We, um, it's important to stay present. So make a conscious effort to stay present in the moment. Avoid dwelling on past regrets or worrying about the future. Mindfulness exercises can help with this. And what they say is um, anxiety comes from the future. So thinking too far into the future and depression or negative thoughts can come from the past with staying in the past and where you're at. So the more that you can stay present and keep your mind present, um, the better you'll be able to function and radiate at that high energy levels that we want to stay at. A great exercise for that is called grounding. So literally just take your shoes off, go onto the grass, onto the sand, in water. Um, Water is a really powerful tool. I don't know what it is. I'm going to look up research about water, but just being in water, being around water, it's like just has this really, um, I don't know, like the energy just washes, washes everything away and it's really powerful. Um, You want to visualize your ideal tribe. So potentially at the moment, you might not have a lot of people around you who you feel are positive or supportive. Maybe you're that person for everybody else. Um, And we have a joke um, here at Platinum Education. And I think I wrote a blog article about it. You'll have to look it up. It's called Who Peps the Pepper When the Pepper Needs Pepping? Um, And it's really interesting. So it really visualize your ideal tribe. So close your eyes 
Imagine the energy and vibe that you want to emit. Visualize yourself embodying this positive energy in various situations. So even if you are that person for everybody else in your life, who's that person for you? And really visualize um, that person. If it's something you want to achieve in your life, think about who do I need to surround myself with? Who's already done that? Who's already there that I can surround myself with to know that that is possible? Um, We need to manage our stress. So we want to develop healthy stress management techniques such as exercise, yoga, hobbies that help you relax and recharge. Self-care. So prioritize yourself and your self-care practices like getting enough sleep. So people think that it's like having a bath or painting your nails or just something simple, but you can really bring it back to basics. Are you getting enough sleep? Are you eating well? Are you engaging in activities that bring you joy and fulfillment? So that's what I'm searching for at the moment. I'm searching for some, um, I did a meditation group and it finished um, on Thursday night. So I'm searching at the moment for something that I love, something that I would enjoy, maybe like a creative experience or a, I don't know, singing or music or something. I'm searching for something at the moment to bring me joy. Um, And it's really important to have your own interests and have your own hobbies and those things that you look forward to every single week. You want to set boundaries. So learn to set boundaries with people and in situations that drain your energy or negatively impact your vibe. So it's okay to say no when necessary. Um, We've done a lot of episodes. So candor was the last episode. So go back and listen to all about candor um, and being open and honest in a kind way. But if you need strategies on how to say no kindly, let me know and I'll send them your way. Um, Practice empathy. So put yourself in others' shoes and try to understand their perspectives and feelings. This can really help you respond with kindness and compassion. And I think as an an evolved leader, you get really good at this. You need to take the emotions out of you. You need to almost look at it from um, above level. And this is what I recommend you do to get out of the jumbo juice phase too, by the way is work on, not in. So we want to take that helicopter view. We want to look from above, step sort of, it sounds a bit weird, but step outside of yourself and come from a place of curiosity. So really ask questions to understand where they're coming from and so that you can then guide them and, and um, support them during during that and ask them, just say, um, is it, are you just venting? Do you want advice? Can I offer you advice? Can I tell you what I would do? Um, you know, and really ask for, for that advice. Um, avoid negative self-talk. So really challenge and replace negative self-talk with positive, positive affirmations and self-encouragement. So be your own biggest supporter. So if you struggle with this, and you find yourself, oh, we all do. So don't worry, you're not alone. <laughs> but um, have I, I have a rubber band around your wrist, and each time you find yourself having those negative self-talk or negative messages going on in your brain, just flick the rubber band. Um, you can even write a message or an affirmation on the rubber band so that it starts replacing those um, thoughts in your mind. And anytime that you have a negative thought, make sure that you replace it with a positive one so that you're rewiring because all your brain's trying to do is protect you. Um, A great question that you can ask yourself in these moments is, is that true? That's it. Is it true? 
And often it's not true. It's just maybe a voice from your childhood. It's those thoughts and ideas and that inner dialogue that has been programmed into us um, from when we were young or a message from somebody in our lives that we just decided to hold on to and believe. But we can rewire, we can reprogram our brains. Um, And I always say life is a mind game. When you get your mind right and you get your mind focused um, on whatever it is that you want to achieve, it is so powerful. So be your own biggest supporter. Engage in acts of kindness. So if you do random acts of kindness for others, helping others and spreading positivity can boost your own vibe as well. So it can make others feel amazing as well as yourself and you get that instant gratification. Learn and grow. So continuously seek personal development and growth. Read books, attend seminars, listen to podcasts, (laughs) no, um, or take courses that inspire you and empower you to become the best version of yourself. Monitor your media consumption. This is something I've been doing for a really long time. When I watch the news, I get so worked up about all the stuff, I was going to say all the that's happening in the world, but it's crazy. Like the news only focuses on things that are bad. Why would I, why would I want my brain to focus on all of these things that are bad? So if you ask me what the, uh, something that's happening in the world, I've absolutely no idea. My husband, he reads the New York times. So he'll share different things with me that are happening around the world, but I don't watch the news. I don't like the news. My brain doesn't like the news. My heart doesn't like the news. So I really control what I consume Social media is another big one. Um, A lot of my friends are really stepping back from being on socials. So you have to ask yourself, is is that time productive? What else do I want to be doing with my time? Um, You need to ask yourself, how does that make me feel? Do I feel good? Now, social media usually for some is just, it's not real. The stuff you're looking at is not real. And it just, you go into comparison syndrome where you're just like, oh, that person has the best life or that person looks amazing or why don't I do that? No, you don't need to do that. You have your life, decide how you want to live it and go for it. Really manifest the way you want to live your life. We don't need to live it through photos. Um, I love to see what my family and things are up to, but depending on what you're talking about and what you're doing is what will come up on your feed. That's how the algorithms work. So the more you look at, the more you'll see. So for example, if you look at my feeds, they're really positive. Like I don't have any, um, well, I don't have any negative stuff that comes up on my feeds. So Really, the more that you manifest, the more that you talk about those conversations that you're having, because we know it's all listening, um, is that's what you'll see on your feed. So we really want to seek out that positive and uplifting content and um, limit our exposure to negativity. So who are those people that you're following? Um, What are those things that you're consuming? And what can you cut out or include to make sure that you are maintaining that mindfulness and positive vibe for all of your ongoing practices? So I really, yeah, we've talked a lot about the sum of five people that you spend the most time with and really, I really want you to think about what qualities and characteristics of the tribe that you want to attract. So whether it's something you want to do, something you want to be, um, it's really important to make sure that you have those people around you that inspire you every single day to be a better version of who you are. 
I always ask questions like, do their values match mine? Um, How do you feel after spending time with them? And that is a really great indicator of whether you want to spend more time with that person and in what context. So we really, I really want to encourage you all that you can be the change. So instead of, um, you know, whinging or having all of these, of course, if there is something that you are struggling with or something that you're challenged with in your practice, reach out. That is what we're here for. We're here to support you. Like, okay, this is where I am stuck and I need help with this. But if it's just whinging or it's just, you know, sharing something for the sake of sharing something, really think about what's coming out of your mouth. And is it something that you can control? Because if it's something that you can't control, then let it go. So we really, the first thing to be the change is all about you. It starts with you and it starts with your own personal growth and transformation in attracting the right tribe. So I really want to encourage you to take action and make positive changes in your life and share share it with me. Tell me all about those stories um, and how you've changed and what, commit today, commit today to doing one thing different. Maybe it's affirmations next to your mirror. Maybe it's doing meditation. Maybe it's taking, um, you know, getting those self-care, sleeping, eating, um, exercising. Maybe it's getting those three pillars right in your life. And I just want to share because it made a huge impact in my life. Three things I've been following, and I think all three came from the same person that I've been following, actually. Um, His name's Stephen Bartlett. Um, something about him. He's my new crush. But um, other than that, he he's doing some really awesome work at the moment. And um, three things just resonated with me um, with what he said. He said that, you know, and this is this is heavy and deep. So I apologize after our like light episode um, with getting you to think about it. But the first one was, you know, without our health, we have nothing. So really need to get back to looking after ourselves and being the, you know, the best, best version, mind, body, spirit, whatever, um, being the best version of yourself that you can. The next one was around like, you know, if somebody is in hospital and um, they've got terminal cancer, they only have one wish. Their one wish is to be healthy. And we are so blessed to be here, to be healthy, to be out, to be able to live the lives and have the choices that we have because they only have one. And that, I guess those two things just resonated for me so deeply. Like without our health, we have nothing and how grateful and blessed we are to have choices and to be able to decide how we live our lives every single day. And not only that, but how we inspire other people around us to be the best versions of our of ourselves or themselves that they can. We have a an obligation as a leader to do that and to be that for those people. So change is inevitable. Progress is optional. So this quote underscores the idea that change is a constant part of life, whether we like it or not. Things change around us and things also change within us. So however, what we do with those changes, how we adapt and whether we use them as opportunities for progress and growth is a matter of choice. So everything is a choice, how we wake up, what in 
what we're going to go into each day, how we choose to go into each day is a choice. Um, Vibrating at a low frequency or high frequency, go high every single time, go high. Um, I know Michelle Obama talks about that a lot, go high with her, her children as well. So embracing change and using it as a catalyst for personal and professional development can lead to positive outcomes and a more fulfilling life journey. When I talk to so many people and so many professionals, what's the one thing they want in their life? To be happy. But where does that start? That starts within you, within yourself. So if we look at our circle of control, um, we've got three layers. So if you think about them as three layers of the onion, you've got the outside, which is your circle of concern. So things you cannot control. So this is people's health status, um, politics, climate change, violence, um, anything happening that, you know, anything that's happening that is outside of your control, you cannot control these. These are, You might be concerned about them, but you cannot control them. Then the next layer is things you can influence. So you cannot control them. So you do not attach yourself to the outcome, but you may be able to influence them. So that would be, um, you know, relationships, um, family, um, school friendships, behaviors of people that you're with and that you spend time with, um, working colleagues. So this is your circle of influence. Then you've got your inner circle and that is your circle of control. So these are the only things that you can control. So your self-care, your personal goals, your boundaries that you set for yourself, priorities, how you respond to others and your thoughts. So when you, whenever you have something come up or pop up in your brain, I really want to encourage you to ask yourself, is this in my control or is this outside of my control? Everything, the only thing that is in our control is ourselves, our thoughts and actions, what energy we give to something, how we speak to ourselves, the goals that we set, how we handle challenges, how we spend free time and also the boundaries that we create for ourselves. So we cannot and we do not have anyone else to think about, to blame. It's all in ourselves. So our roles are so important. They're too important not to have this positive impact because when we start with us and we become the best versions of ourselves and operate on that high frequency, we are then passing all of those values on to every single person around us. And who are those people around us that are like sponges and are taking it all in? the children. And it all comes back to the children and being that beautiful, positive influence for every single child around us because we care, we're kind, and we're beautiful, amazing human beings. So that's it for today's episode. Um, remember your vibe attracts your tribe. So be the change. Um, make sure that listen back to this episode, take any one of those little tiny steps and make sure that you're really thinking about and being mindful and meaningful, be in the present about um, where your focus goes, your energy flows. So thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful for all of you out there and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Just a reminder to keep making every moment count. Now, if there are any topics that you want to see on future episodes, we have added our Ask Us Anything on our website. Our website is www.platinumed.com 
www.jakeandi.com.au. So you can have a look um, at Jake and I on there and see how we can come and support you and your services across Australia. Um, We will be heading to Adelaide later this month to work with services and present at some um, workshops and functions and help some amazing, beautiful teams. And um, the, what's it called? Yeah, well, our sector over there. So really excited um, to session leadership principles, um, programming and planning with all of them. So have an amazing week. Thanks so much again for listening and I look forward to catching you next week. Thanks for listening to the Everything Early Childhood podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. We read them all. (laughs) To catch all the latest from me, your host, Lisa Brown, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Lisa Brown underscore Platinum Ed. Thanks again for listening. Keep making every moment count and I'll see you next time.